0: and health and wellness coach for over 22 years, I've had the privilege of helping thousands of women transform their bodies, and what I've learnt is the key to all success starts with transforming your thinking. My mission for this podcast is to enlighten and brighten your day. Guess what today is? It's Monday! That means it's podcast day! And last week there was no podcast. Why? Because I went off the Richter and this has inspired me to do this week's podcast because if you are a perfectionist tune on in if you worry about getting things right all the time tune on in because this is one of the biggest lessons that I learned well I I guess you could say last week and it's probably one of those reoccurring things that show up in my life all the time and it is about being perfect and today I wanted to share with you one of the quotes that I have right in front of my eyeballs every single day right so if you're not on YouTube right now this says practice makes permanent practice 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 and I wanted to share this with you because it was so significant to me. And I was just on the middle of a coaching call. And as I leaned over to look at this quote, I thought, I actually need a good reminder. And if I need a reminder, I'm going to do a podcast about it. Sounds like a bloody good idea. It's I think a we need damn it. good idea. So if, you know, you do struggle with being a perfectionist, I feel you, I see you and I've got solutions for you. I've got a great way to help you reframe so that you don't keep putting your life on hold when things don't go your way all the time. Because there's lots of things that happen when you're not perfect. It stops you taking action. Do you hear what I'm saying? So this is gonna be a really awesome session for all of those people that are not living their best life right now or maybe they think they're living their best life But being a perfectionist is preventing them from taking action so that they're feeling either stuck in self-sabotage, procrastination, or they're living life by default as opposed to life by design because this perfectionist thing is overruling them. So let's move on. Today then is gonna be about practice makes permanent. Mm -hmm. Practice makes permanent. Write that shit down. It, be like me. Put it on a little post it. Set it on your phone. Like this is right here every day for me to look at, and I still forget it. Why?
1: No? Because you're a perfectionist.
0: <laughs> I'm, oh, I turned it upside down. I'm a recovering perfectionist. So I have this here to remind me that by being a perfectionist, I don't take as many risks. what I would want why because I'm scared of people judging me and not getting it right so I won't take the action which means I'm not moving forward which means I'm stuck in a growth cycle which is stagnant and that's not going to be okay for you it's not going to be okay for me it's not going to be okay for you
1: so Sam yeah let's talk about practice makes permanent all right so basically it emphasizes that the idea that when you repeatedly practice something right a skill, a behavior, an activity. What it does is it reinforces and solidifies that habit and pattern associated with it. Now, it doesn't have to be perfect, which is that other phrase you might have
0: heard. And that's why practice is so important. This is the highlight of today's session. Practice, baby!
1: So in other words, consistent practice doesn't necessarily guarantee perfection. Right? Might not You might not end up being like Mozart if you practice the piano. But it does make the results of your practice more enduring and ingrained. So, if you played the piano when you were like 7, 8, 19 years old, like I did, you can probably still play chopsticks now when you're in your 40s and 50s. right? Demo of it. <laughs> 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 I don't know, like that. You know, or... She
0: did.
1: She played the piano. I, I played. play it all the time. Now I can still play chopsticks. And I can still do a couple of other ones. Dan, 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 dan. That one. Anyway, you probably don't know that one. But if you practice something so a lot, fun. even when you were five, now when you're in your, whatever age you are, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70s, you'll still be able to do something because you practiced it so many times that it's ingrained in you. And it's not about being perfect because believe me every time I do my chopsticks I mess it up but I can get it 90% of the time.
0: Yeah and I guess for me one of the stories you know because it's why does this matter? Like what? who cares if you're a perfectionist? I care because you're not taking action on the things that you create self-doubt around. And I'll give you an example. So every month I run a crush it group and my crush it Uh, coaching group is all about everyone that wants to live life by design as opposed to life by default. So every month we have a a weekly, we have a monthly meeting where we do an inventory and we do the work in the room. We do our 10 success areas and when we figure out what our inventory is for our 10 success areas then we start aligning some goals and then we do our habit tracker. Now our habit tracker is about three goals and it's about eight to ten habits that you want to make sure that you're ticking off every single day. Now here's the thing, right? I've done mine and it's today is the third. Yep. Haven't marked it off, have I? Haven't marked it off. Now we're talking about Friday, Saturday, Sunday. In fact, transparency I I still have three empty boxes three empty boxes and we did the crush it session the setup for success last Sunday there's a part of me that came down and looked at this and thought I've already failed now if you're like me and you live in the perfectionist world you may have the same type of language I've already failed so I'm not going to do it it's not perfect, so I'm not going to do it. Unless I get it 100% right, I'm not even going to attempt it. That used to be me. Now, the way that I now think about my habit tracker is every single tick, every tick, right, is another step in the right direction. Every tick. It's another step in the right direction. Now, this is the first time, and I've been doing habit trackers for probably five years, maybe.
1: Solidly, doing. but you've been doing something similar to it for forever, then? this type of habit tracky, at least five years at least and every month if I don't get a hundred percent
0: Sam will tell you she gets shitty she's just like it doesn't matter babe what it? and I'm like Ugh. and this year it changed why because practice makes permanent I gave myself permission to be clunky as fuck and be okay with making progress not perfect progress because when you practice you're still making progress And you know what's changed for me is I don't beat myself up as much. I don't have as much anger and resentment. I don't judge myself as much. I have more kindness and more compassion for myself, which is better, right, for everything. Because I don't know about you, when you're mad at yourself and when you're judging yourself and you have no kindness and no compassion and no self-love, how is that impacting your other relationships? How is that impacting how you're showing up in the world? How does that impact how you connect with your children, your community, your family? Because when you don't love yourself, you can be a little bit grumpy. Just saying. But when you're showing up with kindness and compassion and knowing that you don't have to be perfect, then you also give that gift to other people around you. Because if you're a parent and you're a perfectionist, guess what you're training your kids do, to do. If you're a boss and you're a perfectionist, guess what you're training your staff to do or your team to do. If you're a perfectionist, God help your partner.
1: <laughs> you're not
0: supposed to laugh, Sam.
1: Supposed I'm definitely laugh. not a perfectionist. No, I thought you were talking about me. No, but yeah. I'm definitely not a perfectionist. I'm going to get the task, get it done. It doesn't matter. How, you know, We'll figure it out as we go. Person And I think my my mum and my dad expected perfection from me growing up, Mm. and I kind of did the opposite. I just went, Mm. I'm never gonna get it perfect, so why bother, why even try? So it's quite easy to do the, you know, like kids could go either way, I think. One could, you just become so, Mm. you've gotta get it so perfect that you study so hard and you're just always trying to um, show your parents that you're amazing at it and that you are as good as they want you to be or expect you to be. Or you can do what I did and just went, well, I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to get the double A because, you know, an A isn't good enough. It had to be like an A+++. If I got 97%, I needed to get 99 or 100. Why didn't you get them all right?
0: So, so I you're read. basically,
1: you went into rebel mode. I did. I was just like, well, I'm never going to get, a, I'm never going to get it right unless I get a 100 out of 100 every time, which I'm never going to do. Mm. As long as I pass, who cares? <laughs> so I went into that mode of just chillaxing with it, just... Take the hit from the parents when you don't when they have to go to students with those teacher things oh my god I hated those meetings student teacher things, parent teacher things that was a nightmare, because I thought oh my god now they're gonna find out what I'm really like. <laughs> I hope Mom and dad aren't watching this. <laughs> I am not
0: partaking in this conversation. It <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna yeah. you know, and I think what seems highlighted here is a lot of our behaviours have been ingrained from our upbringing. So that could be from your parents, your um, significant other. That can be from relationships. That can be from coaches. That can be from friends. And if you were brought up in a household where it wasn't good enough, then you may have adopted that personality or that identity or that behavior to people-please. So if you were told, like Sam just shared with you, that, you know, you only got 98, why didn't you get 100? You could be that person that's constantly trying to make sure that you are that person so that you are people-pleasing and making sure that other people still love you. That's a whole other topic. (laughs) So I was that person and Sam just turned into the rebel and thought, screw I'm never going to be that person anyway. Whereas Mm. I on the other hand, was like constantly in an unconscious level, right? Still trying to strive. And there's still parts of my personality now where I have to sit back and go, Irsh, are you practicing or are you trying to be a perfectionist? Because you just need to stop that shit. <laughs> All
1: right, what are three benefits <laughs> of just practicing? Like, just okay. basic practicing. Mm. Skill improvement, number one. Just actually learning something and being good at it. Um, confidence building. Like mm. it feels so good, right? And stress reduction and mindfulness. Mm. So let's talk about skill improvement. I think that's the basic one. Okay. Like basically practicing is the key to everything. Just like your timetables. Mm. Three, three, three times three is nine. <laughs> three times six is whatever that one is. Eighteen. I don't know. But you know, like one times five is five. Two times five is ten. Three Did times you five is Did you find a But you know, learning and practicing... It actually just makes you be able to do something. Did you
0: practice your timetables?
1: Three sixes. Eight. You know, I got a three sixes. What's 80? seven eights? Fifty six. Oh, she's good. Or was it fifty four? No, <laughs> I'm joking. I just wanted to check. So, so learning your timetables, mm. you, you practiced it so much, you've now got a skill. You can do your timetables. Exactly the same with learning the alphabet. Yep, and sports, learning how to play a sport, learning how to Mm. um, read. Yeah. It's all just practice. And Mm. some things we put more effort into and we become good at it. Some things we become excellent at. But if you don't practice something, the chances that you're any good at it are pretty low, which is not going to help your confidence, which is another one. Mm. So regular practice boosts your self-confidence because you become really good at something, which is really good for your, your soul. Mm-hmm. and as you see your progress and your improvements over time you just feel like what an awesome sense of achievement and like, I'm like you come the across confident
0: too like you know your shit and you've practiced it enough so that you know that you are delivering to the best of your ability as opposed to just doing it as a one-off like what is it when you go to do something alarms are going off left right and center when you go to do something for the first time and you're not confident how do you feel like you start to shut yourself down you don't want to be seen scared. you you feel like you're going to get judged if you're not judging yourself other people are going to judge you like Sam said you're going to feel scared a bit scared a bit worried you don't want to actually do it so you hesitate yeah, all that so kind of stuff it's going to require you to constantly practice that skill before you get that confidence like I don't know about you there's a part of me that thinks I should just go out and do something once and then I should be the bomb it and if I'm not the bomb it I'm not going to go do it <laughs> Like that. And I'll give you an example. Ten-pin bowling. Go out, do it once. Don't smash all those stupid Skittles. Stupid Skittles. Not playing again. Now, what makes you think that I should be the bomber to Because you've never done it in your entire life. And I'm thinking, it's just a ball and it's some Skittles. How hard can this be? Let me tell you, it's hard. So if I had constantly gone <coughs> back and practice and practice and practice, I would have built my confidence instead of shutting down a skill that could have potentially given me more fun, more connection, more adventure. Oh, that was like a big event. Oh,
1: oh I know. Okay. It's like learning a language as well. Like if you're trying to learn a language, <laughs> like I was trying to upskill my, my German. And the more I practiced, the more confidence I was getting, because I was actually getting it right while I was practicing. And you eventually get to a point where you can have a conversation with someone else and, you you know, you take baby steps as you practice things. And as you build more confidence, you mm. feel like you can actually take that next step. So that's exciting. It's about growing, green
0: and growing, not brown and rotting. So you've got to be able to, if you want to develop any skill in your life, you're going to have to practice. And I'm just going to give you an example so, my wife has never done any before we, we had the business, right? She's never done any Facebook marketing. Now, I would say to her, babe, what are you doing with us? What would you say? What would your first response be?
1: I don't know, I've never done this before.
0: No, she would never say that.
1: I don't understand this.
0: And she would just nut, like in Sam's <laughs> nutting. It's not her, she's nutting, it's nutting. But, and she becomes reactive and she becomes resistant, right? And I'd say to her, babe, do we need to sign up for a course? Do we need to hire a coach? Do we need to get a mentor?
1: No, I can do it on my own. I will figure it out by myself. (laughs) That's my normal response.
0: And I said to her, how many times in your life have you done Facebook marketing? Never. So you've never practiced it. And what part of you thinks that you should have your shit together and know all the answers when you've never done any training, you've never been coached through it, you've never Googled it on YouTube, you just expect to have all the answers? And she's like, yes. That's an example. Everything is figureoutable. Yeah. So (laughs) where in your life are you stopping yourself moving forward because you're reactive and resistant to developing a skill by being, what was the word that we just said? consistent like actually implementing it you know what I mean like you have to practice this you can't just expect to be an expert at every damn area of your life like as I said to you I couldn't knock over the skittles Sam was struggling to do Facebook marketing like These are skills that we can develop, but if we don't have um, consistency and we don't practice them, we're going to actually push away opportunities and possibilities in our life. So I really want you to take two seconds, maybe three seconds. Where are you limited in your life right now? Where are you not open to growth because you're not prepared to practice because you think that you should be an expert?
1: Okay. And you might be using words like, I can't. Hmm. I can't
0: do that. I can't do that. I can't because I can't. I don't pass. even want to do that. Like, look at me. Tim and bowling. Are we going to go? No. Don't even mention that shit to me. I'm not even going to go. Even now. I'm like, no, nope, no. Nope. I might go and practice it. For <coughs> okay. And maybe dance class. This is another one. Like, we have an amazing dance class at the gym, right? And it's also on our virtual. So people can practice it in the luxury of their own home. And I'll say to them. Are you coming to dance class? I can't dance. Isn't that one of the most common things? Yeah. Bullshit! You just have to move your body. You can just nod your head. You can do a fist pump. No one cares how you dance. You care how you dance because you're not perfect and you're not on time with the instructor. You can't move exactly how the instructor moves. You're going to get mad at yourself and you're going to stop yourself having fun and having connection and growing, having a different experience. You're going to actually block it out because you are not perfect. Let me tell you, no one is perfect at dancing. Not one person is perfect. Even the top dogs, Beyonce, do you know how much that bitch practices? Like that girl is just practice, 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 practice. And people just think she can get up there and bust her moves. Message her. Just say, Ursh wants me to message you. Right? How many hours have you put into that skill of dancing? Because I bet you she didn't just do it once and say, I'm not doing it
1: anymore. Okay, moving on. Very well done. That was good. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yep. All right, and the third benefit of it is stress reduction and mm-hmm. mindfulness. Now, this is really your kind of, this is Ursh's thing. You know, in doing repetitive Focused practices such as meditation, um, doing yoga, doing deep breathing deep breath, exercises. Breath work, yeah. So, like every single day, well, ninety percent of the time, does deep breathing exercises, uh, Wim Hof breathing, meditation, taking part in classes and like in yoga.
0: Was breathwork when we first started oh, so three or four years ago.
1: Like my mouth used to go super ago. dry. My head was like, yeah. It was crazy hard. Just holding your breath was hard. And I hated it. I like,
0: hated it. Like I was just like, Oof. this reminds me. We trained for Insanity. When we are in America, we are on our honeymoon. I oh, know, weird. Honeymoon. We went back to LA. We were in Mexico, in Cancun. And this opportunity came up for us to go and do Insanity with a master trainer in LA. So we shot over to LA and we thought, yeah, we're going to do a class.
1: It wasn't even, it wasn't insanity, it was Pyo. Pyo, Pyo. Oh my gosh. Pyo, which right? is a combination of Pilates and yoga, basically.
0: And I did the class, and I was grumpy. Right, just did it, because I love the master trainer. She was awesome. Teresa was fantastic. And so i had done all of the other classes, I was like, yep, let's get certified in Pyo. And then I did half the class. I did three tracks. Now, I want you to put this in context I'm probably, I am qualified in 15 different aerobic classes. 15, right? So this is just another one to add onto my belt. Right, done. No. 15. <coughs> I've taught over 20,000 aerobic classes. Go into payo. I walked off the floor. Why? Because I didn't have it perfect. I didn't have the flexibility. I didn't have the range of motion. It was hard. I couldn't get it. Oh my God, I was so angry. And like, seems like, baby, you okay? What do you think? (laughs) And all I'm doing, I'm not even in the training to become a qualified PIO instructor. I am just a participant. Like, because I wasn't perfect and I didn't get it the first time, got mad. Not going to do that. We ended up getting certified in it, yeah, didn't we? We did. But trust me, this was a challenge. So if you are like me, then I want you to, I want you to get this. I feel you when I see you, sister. We mess stuff up all the time, and it's okay. It's okay that we are not okay. I get really resistant and really reactive when I'm not perfect at stuff, (laughs) right? And it's the same when we went to Dallas (coughs) and we did um, Tabata Boot Camp. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I had to do this stuff on the ball. I was like, oof. And Sam will just go and try stuff. She'll practice stuff. Whereas I'm the type of person that likes to watch it and then I go home and practice in private and then I'll come back. Are you like me or are you like Sam? Because this is perfectionist and this is Sam Rebel. (laughs) Because <laughs> this, right? this is really important. So even though I'm aware, right, that I am a perfectionist, gosh, I'm sticking on my top, even though I'm aware that I'm a perfectionist, I still mess it up and I'm still getting better each day and I'm, I'm still reactive and I'm still missing possibilities and opportunity. But the awareness has meant that I'm reducing my stress and I'm more mindful just knowing this. So if we can practice more, do more repetition, and we can be and act with intention, even on the stuff that's hard. Like one of the hardest things that I, my clients struggle with is meditation and gratitudes and yoga and breath work. They're like, Ash! I'm like, yeah, look, I get you. For many, many years, other than gratitude, there's no
1: way you'd get me doing breath work. Even meditation, I remember when we first did it, it was so hard for me to Mm. not think thoughts and you know like I thought I just can't do meditation mm. and I hear a lot of people say this I can't do it and how there's a you massive feel? resistance yeah, but how it. did you feel about that about what not being able to so-called do meditation I just feel like I was useless so I was like there's no mm. point in doing it because I, I suck at this I'm not doing it so that was that and maybe you can relate to Sam's emotions like she just
0: said I suck at this and I can't do this She's never meditated in her whole freaking life. Like her whole life. She lives in Zen life. Right? But she doesn't, she hasn't done it. So because she hadn't consistently practiced it, <coughs> right? It was foreign to her. So she had resistance. So it was challenging. It was extremely challenging. And like I've done years, in, you know, of meditation. Meditation and meditation. I love to do my meditation. Love it. Love it. There's nothing more exciting for me than like that's a reward for me. For Sam when we did it, it was like a punishment. It was terrible.
1: So hard. But after a couple of weeks we we did it every single day. We did practice. And we practiced every single day. It was twenty minutes every single day. And we just find a time and we sit down and we go and do um, or lie down or whatever and we just do our meditation. And then it became so much easier. And then it actually the time went so fast. Whereas originally it felt like every second was a se- like took ten seconds and I said, Oh my god, how far are we? Oh my god, I've been on three minutes, for another seventeen minutes to go, Okay, don't think thoughts, don't think thoughts, don't think thoughts, don't. And I used to go, Oh my head, don't think anything, just keep just let it go, just let it go. Just let it go Oh, no, do oh, don't, don't, don't think, don't stress me right out. And then after two weeks, I could actually disconnect from too much thinking and just be present. High five! It, was, it took a lot of break, and now it's harder again because I haven't been practicing my meditations as much. still,
0: like you think but, about, <clears throat> you know, like even now when I do Wim Hof or I do um, Joe Dispenza in the morning, I would normally go, uh, babe, do you want me to put my headphones on? She'll be like, no, we can just talk together. Like, that's taken a long time, so there's no, there's not the resistance or the judgment of self. She has more kindness and compassion for herself now. Not about getting it perfect. Not about doing exactly what I do. Doing what <coughs> Sam does best, which is show up as Sam, not show up as her. not show up as how other people expect her to show up. So her meditation is not the same as mine, just like it's not the same as yours. Yeah. All right. So, now, and what does Bruce Lee say? I like this. It. This is a c- cool mm.
1: quote. Bruce Lee said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once. I, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. Love it. Love it. We love that quote. Love we it. We love it. Go, Bruce Lee. Hmm. I like the Ziggy Ziggler one as well. He said, You don't mm-hmm. have to be great to start tempting you? Yeah. But you have to start to be great. That's right. You just have to start, like
0: one step. Like no basketball athlete, like, you know. No athlete, full stop. No athlete, but I'm just thinking about how many times has Michael Jordan practiced the same shot, the same shot, the same shot. He did not get to be one of the world's greats by winging it.
1: He didn't just walk on the court. Like he and got up dunk every time.
0: Thirty minutes before everyone, he was at the gym at four thirty every single morning when everyone else is maybe still getting home from the bar, maybe still sleeping. Like that's how dedicated he was to practicing. Isn't that Isn't that cool? All right. So, how can you take action? Okay. So we're going to keep this brief. Number one. Number one. set a clear goal no but you've got to take imperfect action okay i've got to tell them that because everyone thinks that you've got to take action no sister you've got to take imperfect action and apply behavioral flexibility be okay to be clunky as fuck be okay because any action is better than no fucking action we need to
1: say that again you you want me to swear Any action is better than no fucking action. <gasps> is that okay, Rebel? <laughs> Was that okay? Alright. So how do we do this and why does it matter? Okay, so first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna set a goal. Because yeah. by having a goal, at least you know what you're aiming for. You know what direction you want to go in and you know what you want what the outcome needs to be. Yeah, and it gives you purpose and meaning. Yeah. Alright, number two. You've you gotta break it down. Divide your goal into small, manageable little tasks step by step rather than just aiming for something right at the end what are the little things that you need to do to get there little steps make
0: the big steps possible so don't be like Ursh and aim so high that you set yourself up to failure that's another big thing that i like to do i used to do in the past number three
1: accept imperfection
0: which is what oh, see, i didn't understand. know it was a third step understand Should that perfection
1: is often an unattainable standard that's the thing it's unattainable there's no such thing as perfect even something that's perfect i bet you'll find something wrong with it right yeah. so embrace embrace the idea that taking action even with flaws is better than taking no action at all boom that's Go. my favorite number four prioritize action You've got to prioritize action. Shift your
0: focus from getting everything perfect to constantly taking action. And when I say action, who cares if it's imperfect? So don't wait for the perfect plan or the perfect conditions. Start with what you have and know that you will make progress every single day by taking one action step. That's what Tony Robbins says. Good enough for him. Good, good enough for me. you and us.
1: Yeah. The other thing, now number five. Start you us. small. You and you yes start small begin with little steps low risk actions things that are not going to like i don't know bankrupt you or something just take the little intimidating isn't it you know like it's less threatening so
0: if you're just allowing yourself to take those baby steps you're going to build your confidence as opposed to like maybe i should have aimed for a couple of skittles instead of thinking that i could get a slam dunk in in (laughs) one maybe i should just aim to get the ball in the middle of that thing instead of rolling it to the sides if I had it aimed there instead of having an expectation,
1: an unrealistic expectation, I might add, I wouldn't have set myself up to fail. Number six, learn and adjust. Mm. As you take action, pay attention to the outcomes and the feedback that you're getting. And then learn from both your successes and from the failures. And this way you'll be able to be open to making the adjustments and improving on things along the way. So that you don't go... It's like being on track or if you realize you're getting off track, instead of continuing in that direction and not sort of realigning it, if you're not actually looking and adjusting and learning along the way, you might end up over here when you're aiming for there.
0: So here's a question. How are you with feedback? Because if you don't like feedback, there's a part of you that's a perfectionist. And we should actually do one. I should write that down. We Thank should you. give you a formula for feedback. Okay. Number seven, practice patience. I'm not even going to worry about that one. All All right, so just
1: understand the process may take a little longer than you think. It might might be quicker, but it might take more time. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. And consistency over time is often more important than the immediate perfection. Now, consistency over time is
0: more important than immediate perfection. If you don't write anything down, write that down. Because that is gold. Oh, that
1: was like gold. Gold, oh, gold. Gold. I need that. I think you should change this one and put that on my wall. You want that one as well? Yeah. Okay, i get that for you. Then you want to seek support. So don't be afraid to seek advice, get guidance. Get a coach. Get some support from someone. Like it's important. Like, get someone that can break this down
0: and help you understand why this is a pattern or why this is a behavior. That's what I had to do. I had to, like, why is this so important to me? And once I understood it, I was able to
1: let part of my perfection go. All right. Okay. Celebrate. You have to celebrate and acknowledge the achievements. So when you make those little baby steps and you make those little baby goals, celebrate. Remember my FYP
0: jar. (coughs) It's called the fuck your baby jar. You've got to celebrate you. Celebrate all those baby steps because the big steps are a consequence of the little steps. And you focus on the things that you're doing wrong, if you're like me, I want you to focus on all the good shit, good shit that you're doing right. Because I promise you, there's so much stuff that you're doing right. Oops.
1: So let's go through those again. So a quick one. Oh, <laughs> set a- me. Not COVID. <laughs> set a goal. Mm. Break it down. Accept imperfection. Mm. Prioritize taking action. Oh, you're good. Start small. Learn and adjust along the way practice patience doesn't have to be now that's a challenge for me support seek support and and celebrate celebrate you and remember that taking perfect or imperfect imperfect action is a skill yeah and you can develop this over time with practice i love that and the more you
0: practice it The more comfortable you become with the idea of embracing imperfection and making progress despite it. Ultimately, it's about you moving forward and learning along the way. Because
1: remember, if you don't learn, you don't grow. And if you're not green and growing, you are brown and... Rotting! So there you have it.
0: That is our lesson for today and I don't, we actually thought this was going to be a quick super. It's never quick, there's too much to share. There is too much to share but we do like to add as much value as we can. So practice makes permanent. That's what we've got for you today. We would love to know if you are a perfectionist and this landed for you today and what did you specifically love about today? Like what is it that you loved about today? We would love to hear that. Leave so us a comment in the YouTube comments. And if
1: you're not subscribed, you best <clears throat> be
0: subscribed because.
1: And you've got to hit important. the bell. You've got to hit the bell as well, so that you get notified when we upload a new a new podcast. Because you might get to Monday morning and forget, because you know you went into Crazyville Monday morning mode. So if you not only subscribe but hit that little bell, you're going to get notified that you've got a new podcast to listen to on Monday morning on your yes. way to work go out there and
0: sprinkle some magic on someone because you don't know who needs your magic this week until next week everybody go out there be amazing just be freaking awesome because I know you are thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please share it with a friend or share it on the socials and don't forget to tag me on hashtag mfm mind fitness mentor and if nobody's told you today remember, you are loved, you matter, and you are more than enough. Remember, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I can't wait to see you then.